Welcome, everyone, to the first ever Double Covered podcast. This is episode one. Uh, this will go up about a few days before the Michigan-Ohio State game. This is week 13 in the college football season, rivalry week. I'm joined by dog underscore edits, Aiden on Instagram. Welcome, Aiden. Hello. What's going on? Um, you know, I'm doing a podcast, but this one really came to mind because we wanted to, you know, bring contrasting perspectives, you know, SEC and Big Ten, who kind of have emerged as the dominant conferences in college football. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, let's let's get right into it. We should be joined by Atticus, that Michigan fan on TikTok. But uh, we have the CFP rankings. Uh, the new edition came out last night. We're recording on Wednesday. Last night, Tuesday, the top four remained the same, all at 11-0, Georgia 1, Michigan 3, Ohio State 2, TCU 4, those have not changed. And then LSU is at 5 with two losses ahead of one loss, USC, which is the 5-6, and then Alabama, two loss ahead of one loss, Clemson 7-8. That was last night's rankings. Yeah. I mean, the top four staying the same is pretty obvious, I think. LSU over USC could have gone other way. I yeah, mean, I think my... I think five through eight right now is really what was up for debate. And then five through eight also is what sets an example for what the committee might do come official selection Sunday. Yep. Um, so this week we got... Michigan, Ohio State, uh, which we can wait until Atticus gets here. We got the Iron Bowl. We got Notre Dame versus USC. And then you guys have Georgia, Georgia Tech. Then there's Michigan State, Penn State. Um, you know, obviously, the main game is going to be the Michigan, Ohio State game, but I think USC might actually be just as important or even more important to the loser of the Ohio State-Michigan game as it is the actual game itself. All right, welcome. Welcome, Atticus. What's up? Glad to be here. Um, so, basically, we just went over last night's CFP rankings, top four. Top four stayed the same, but... LSU was ahead of USC, and then Bama was ahead of Clemson, five through eight. Yeah, yeah, that was the big surprise. I would uh, swap those two in my rankings. My opinion, I think it's insane that a two-loss Bama team, that SEC bias, is still ahead of a Clemson team that has one loss. Yeah, definitely interesting. I think that you know, I think that LSU is getting. Oh, a little bit too much credit for that Alabama loss, which Alabama is a team that only beat Austin P by like 30. So definitely interesting. I think that it also means that the loser of Michigan Ohio State a little bit better shape to get in, as long as it stays pretty close over, say, yeah. a one-loss Clemson, a one-loss USC. 
Yeah, the loser of the Michigan Ohio State game either needs uh, you lose or and they're right because I don't think so, the committee would put one loss Clemson team over one loss uh, Michigan Ohio State team. Yeah, definitely. probably means Clemson doesn't really have any hopes. If we want to start maybe with the Ohio State-Michigan game, obviously it's Michigan and Ohio State probably didn't have their best performances Saturday. Michigan had the late winner versus Illinois, and then Ohio State, you know, it went came down to the fourth quarter at Maryland. Uh, uh, yeah. If you want to win this game, they got to play near perfectly. I'm 100%. Back and healthy. I think they got to control the line of scrimmage. I don't think Ohio State has someone that can cover Donovan Edwards out of the backfield if he's healthy. Yeah, Donovan Edwards is really going under the radar this week because so many people are focused on quorum. I think that Donovan Edwards could be huge. I'm really not sure how serious the injury was for him to sit out versus Illinois, but that could be a big factor if he's able to yeah, carry can... a load that quorum has been all year. Rose's right hand that he injured. Wow, what was it? Illinois? I believe so. Um, I definitely played. Or it might yeah. have been. Yeah, yeah. Right. But he's also, you know, probably more of a threat in the passing game, too, which, which could be something that plays a factor. Um, OSU's defense does interest me because. They haven't faced a ton of great opponents, and they they have a first-year coordinator. The offense the way that Don Brown did, so I'm interested to see if Jim Harbaugh calls up some plays that, you know, might remind us of the way Don Brown was burnt by Ohio State in years past. Yeah, it's definitely interesting. Those crossing routes where Don, where Don Brown would just run straight man coverage across an Ohio State. Like receivers would kill us over the middle in those crossing routes. It's going to be interesting to see if Harbaugh attacks that man coverage. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Luke Schoonmaker, another player that could be important for both the running game and passing game. He's top tight, one of the top tight ends in the country. And Colson Loveman, obviously, freshman out of, I believe, Idaho, a really good player. But, you know, Ohio State's probably seen that film from uh, Illinois where he would just run the little rub routes underneath and they probably are prepped for that. So it did ha- it'd be good and to have Luke Schoonmaker back. That Maryland game also gives Harbaugh um, a little extra film, a little extra insight in and uh, how Maryland was able to give them a little bit of trouble. Yeah, and then on, maybe on the other side of the ball where Ohio State's on offense – As long as Jackson is not playing, which I'm pretty sure Ryan Day said is is a hope rather than you know a likely likely thing. So then, that, in that case, we might be able to just really focus in on Marvin Harrison and then hope that Julian Fleming and uh, Egbuka are able to be covered compared to last year, where we had you know they had three really good wide receivers. Mhm, mhm. Yeah, Michigan has some great physical corners. 
uh, particularly mm-hmm. uh, Mike Sancho, who made the the very athletic, very physical guy. I think he has capabilities to lock down Marvin Harrison. Or if they decide yep. to turn Yeah, just to, you know, wrap things up, probably, I think that it's, I think, compared to years past where we go into Columbus, I think this team, because of last year, uh, has a little bit more confidence, and I think that they're not going to come in tight. We just need to start strong, and I think that gives us a a decent chance. I give us maybe 35, 40% chance of winning this one, 35 probably. Yeah, I'm going to give us maybe a 22.5, 20 23% chance. It needs to be tough to go into Columbus with a little bit of injuries. But this team, yeah. if they can play perfectly and no red zone turnovers, I think we have, we have a chance. We definitely have a chance. Yeah. Obviously, a lot of people are saying, you know, J.J. McCarthy isn't developed enough, which obviously is the case. We saw it at the end of the Illinois game. But if you think back to last year's game, Cade McNamara made one deep ball to Cornelius Johnson, you know, you know a few, like, slants to – yeah, they, they had that one flea flicker to Sanderstill, and that yeah. one Johnson, and that was about it from Kane McNamara. Yeah, and he had that so one interception early. Yeah, I don't think much will be asked of K- of JJ McCarthy if we're able to get a decent amount of a decent rush- rushing attack this week. Uh, Aiden, if you want to kind of talk about your matchup versus. Georgia Tech for Georgia, probably going to be an easy one. I mean, the freshmen should be in by the third quarter. I, don't, I have no doubt that that will happen. Uh, and they shouldn't be anywhere close. And you guys are a lock for LSU in the yeah. LSU in the championship. Yeah, we're just and we're guaranteed playoff spots at this point because even with a loss over LSU, you're still getting in. Right. At this point. So. All right, so some other games we've got is going to be Notre Dame versus USC. Let me look and see uh, where that one is taking place. Yeah, hey, well, you look at that. On um, the Iron Bowl, I mean, obviously a loss for Alabama knocks them out of any contention for the fourth spot that they might still have left. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Auburn – I mean, Alabama's just like – if you look at the Texas A&M-Texas game, it's just winning by – very little. It 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 could be a dominant three score win by Bama, or it could come down to the line, kind of like we've seen. Yeah, I mean, last, last year, year I even. Think, yeah, Alabama needs nothing short of a miracle. They need a blowout game, and they need Notre Dame to upset uh, USC to even have a chance at the playoffs. Yeah, and that that probably also it's something with uh, either a TCU loss this week against Iowa State or in the championship game too. Yeah, yeah. So it looks like the USC Notre Dame game is in LA, uh, which is definitely an advantage for USC. Notre Dame, though, one of the hottest teams in the country. Big win versus Clemson. They blew out uh, Boston College. You know, they're looking really good. And I can't even with Heather Dennis from ESPN anymore. She is, like, giving Ohio State all this credit for their first week win versus Notre Dame, which is a team that then went to lose to Marshall the next week. Um, but I give Notre Dame a pretty decent chance to compete in this one. USC favored by five and a half. 
That's the spread. Uh, over under 64 and a half. But Caleb Williams has been balling out too right now. Uh, big win over U- UCLA last week. And uh, let's see. It looks like Tulane and Cincinnati are going to be playing for probably the group of five spot in the New York Six. South Carolina has a chance to upset Clemson, who has, you know, a a little bit of playoff hopes alive. South Carolina just beating Tennessee. But uh, that looks like it's about it for for matchups this week. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. If you want, we can touch a little bit on the Heisman race yep. right now. So I think it's C.J. Stroud's race to lose at this point. Mm-hmm. He uh, can kind of lock it in if he plays really well over Michigan. If he struggles against yeah. Michigan, yeah, that could be interesting yeah, to I see if uh, Quorum like could. Year, like last year, it's kind of game. If Corn like Athens did last year, he's definitely got a shot. But for right now it's looking like Stroud's gonna win it. Yeah. Like the like if you think back to last year, it came down to the last week. Like if Bryce Young loses that overtime game to Auburn, I think Aiden Hutchinson might win the Heisman because then Alabama doesn't go on to beat Georgia in the SEC championship. Like it it will come down to the last few weeks. Uh, I think that the winner of the Michigan Ohio State game, whether it's Corum or Stroud, will, as long as Corum plays, you know, gets maybe like a hundred, hundred twenty-five yards, a touchdown, maybe, and wins. If we win the game, then I think that he has better odds than Stroud. And it's just if Caleb mm-hmm. Williams is able to win. Yeah, and even. Last year, I remember it was fourth quarter. It was one of Ohio State's touchdowns. Hutchinson had a, had a chance. Six. If he does that, he's for sure a Heisman. Yeah, that's a Heisman. That can, that like, a- it, like it does, like it does uh, many times. It should be interesting to watch. And um, so right now. It's going to be winner of Michigan Ohio State versus I believe it's either Illinois Purdue or Iowa in the Big Ten Championship in Indianapolis next week should be a pretty much a given win for the winner of the East. Yeah, I, I think divisions, especially in the Big Ten, are very lopsided. We've seen the Big, we've seen the East. Uh, I think win every single time. They're nine and zero, ten and zero. Something has to be done. At least move Penn. State to the West, in my opinion. Yeah, something Aiden and I have talked about before is obviously UCLA is actually some facing some legal issues moving to the Big Ten, but maybe if they're able to get in along with USC, they could kind of balance out the West if they were able to join. And then Aiden, you guys obviously are probably going to be favored against LSU by maybe ten points. Yeah, I'd say I'd say it's probably gonna be safe to say it'd probably be around two scores. Around fourteen, yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. And then it looks like it's gonna be USC and then either Oregon, which would be a rematch, I believe it's a rematch, or Utah. 
which would be, you know, a good win on the resume for USC, but also another another obstacle in the way of the playoff playoff run for them. Uh, TCU is probably going to play either a Kansas State or Texas rematch. Both teams they beat. And ACC, it's going to be UNC, who's kind of fell off, fell off after having some losses against Clemson. Yeah. I mean, but, yeah. Yeah. Uh, looks like we've covered most of what we were planning on. Uh, maybe if you want to just give a little bit of, like, maybe a one through eight, just to compare, compare our thoughts to the committees, maybe. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, I would just take the exact... Uh, the committee and then just swap USC and and swap Bama Clemson. Yeah. I would definitely put USC at five and definitely I would put Clemson ahead of Alabama and I might put I might put LSU ahead of Clemson but uh, definitely USC at five. How about you, Aiden? Um I think just LSU's uh, resume. I mean, it's it's kind of an interchangeable five and six. It doesn't totally affect anything really right now, but that that's pretty interchangeable. I think how it is is fine right now. And then, um, same with them and Clemson, both pretty interchangeable. Doesn't yeah. totally matter as of right now. One last Clemson lost, what was it, like a 30 points Notre Dame? They lost whereas, 30 points to Notre Dame. Whereas yeah. Alabama lost on a game-winning field goal and a game-winning two-point conversion. They're yeah, exactly. Two plays, two plays away from being in the top four undefeated. Yeah. Whereas Clemson lost by 30 points in a Exactly. Goal. So, yeah, I think Bama does deserve that seventh spot, especially with – I mean, it's a lot. Bama's loss being to number five both, and number both, ten. Both were also on the road. Yeah, to very good Alabama. teams. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that that about does it for this first episode. Any final thoughts, you guys? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you guys for coming on. Hopefully, we can get a few more of these in before yeah, the season's for sure. over. Definitely looking forward to a good game on Saturday for both Michigan and Georgia. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right.